This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Back part two. This is obviously the Lone E, um, all time 11 in your lifetime. We are regularly joined by the same guest we had on the previous show. That is Omar, my co host. Hello, fella. Hello, guys. Okay, all good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And Chris, hello, mate. Hello, mate. All right. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And Joe, hello, fella. How you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. We're still in the same place. We've managed to get back in the same place. Same. Same environment, same atmosphere, same everything else. But yeah, you know, you know, tricks of media, mate. We're recording this the same night. Let's give it away. But we're going on. Right. Um, we are going midfield now and we're going to go Joe first. Who is your left sided midfield? Left midfielder. Um, this is, this is quite difficult. So I had about, I had three, three names for this one, but one of the left sided midfielders that I chose can also operate on the right-hand side. And I was really struggling for a right-sided player. So I'm going to use one of those left footers as a, as a right-sided player. But the one I'm going to go for, and um, mainly for mainly for his hat-trick against Palace, I think it was, uh, a player called uh, Jason Punchin. Yep. Who, Give us know, both left and right. 
Right, because Joe, give us both left and right, because I think I've, I might have the same options as well, you. So I'll I just went, give us both left and right. And I went for um, Angus Townsend on the right because he has mm-hmm. played for Tottenham and he has played for um, uh, more recently with, with, with Palace on the right, sort of cutting onto his left foot. So I just mm-hmm. thought we'd punch in on one side, Townsend on the other side. I thought it gives a nice sort of balance. Did, did you go for the same one, did you? They're my, they're my two, both of them. And I've actually got Towns on the left and Punch on the right. I don't know why, okay. it doesn't really matter. But yeah, they're both my wingers as well. Um, so that's yeah. why I've got the stipulation of saying give me both. And then I'll give a noble shout out to Ben Marshall as well, because that yes. first loan spell. 100%. Yeah, first, first thing, not sure about second thing, because I think he was, yeah, yeah it wasn't quite the same player, was he? But the first thing, yeah. <laughs> first thing, he was fantastic. I mean, I don't know how many assists he got for us that, that season, but. He played a massive, massive role in the goals we scored. You know, us sort of challenging for a, for a playoff spot. He was a big factor in that under Harris, wasn't he? Yeah, I can't look past um, Townsend and Punching personally. I, I guess Chris, who's the two you've gone for left and right sides? So um, I put because you can play there, and I don't give a monkey's what Wikipedia says. I put Jason Punching in the middle because he has played in centre midfield. Right, and I was okay. really struggling for central midfielders. I don't know how you boys got on, but I really struggled for central midfielders. So I put Punching in the middle, and then the other two names we just talked about, I had on left and right. So I had Townsend on the left, Ben Marshall, heavily caveated on his first season, where I thought he was superb and really brought something to the club that wasn't there. So Ben Marshall on the right, Andros Townsend on the left, I had. Interesting. So... Nicky, I think we've got two to one on, unless you want to change to Ben Marshall, Joe. I mean, I, do you know what? I think for the impact that first season, he was remarkable. But then we've also got a caveat with second season, he was terrible, wasn't he? So, like, it's kind of, yeah. I think I'm, ha- I'm happy with Punch and Townsend personally. I don't know if you want I, to change your mind. I, I, I'm happy with Punch and Townsend. I think Ben Marshall's good. I mean, he, he has, he's naturally right footed. He did play a couple times on the right hand side. But you remember that season, we had Marshall on the left, uh, Sajed on the right. And we had uh, George Savile and would it be Sean Williams, I think, at the time? Yeah. In midfield. Um, and that I was think a 17 game on beat run, wasn't it? When yeah. We really got in the playoffs. yeah. That's it. And I think Marshall was great on that left, on that left side, sort of cutting in on his right foot, getting crosses in. Um, but for me, I'll have to go with Punchin and um, Andros Townsend. But again, I'll probably go with, because Punch is more left footed and Andros was a bit more of a dribbler. Could cut in on his on his foot, and you know he did that for, for Tottenham and Palace. Mm-hmm. I would say and, Andros on the right, and uh, Punch on the left, maybe. Do you remember Ben Marshall? Punch... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Do you remember Ben Marshall playing right back last game of the season against Villa and had an absolute yes. amazing game and all that first season? Yeah, and he well, that's well. What's right interesting? Like, you say him. that when when Norwich signed him on loan, or when they sort of got him on permanent, didn't they on a perm? Yeah, they actually played him at right back. And I think a lot of that was due to the fact they probably thought he could play. Well, right, but he, he was also terrible, it. wasn't he? he yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Blackburn he played as like a number ten. He played on the right, he played on the left, and he came to us yeah. and was shooting to the left and done brilliantly. Then played right back at one game. Was thinking, God, this is like an unbelievable player. And then he went to Norwich. Yeah. And he, I think he was on the under the cosh, wasn't he? And he said he like didn't want to do it yeah. anymore, and he hated being fair, in Norwich. I mean, and he any, any, anyone, anyone living and, and working in Norwich is going to drive you to all sorts, isn't it? To be fair, <laughs> you, can't, you can't really blame him, can you, for his. Uh, Performances, you know. He said that himself, I think. Actually. Did he? Did was it just yeah. that bad, was it? That he had to kind of go enjoy enjoy himself, let's say. Before yeah, we think... lock those two in, can we just hear the centre mids? Because 
if you can find, I've either made a massive boo boo and missed obvious people, or there isn't players that are better than one of them three in the centre. Okay, let's go with Omar then. He will tell us who he's got for centre mid. I've got two. Um, both of them didn't. One's nostalgia because I thought to have a player play like for us, that's not a mill type player, and he just he, he played the number 10 position for us under Holloway. This is the and Italian. As player, soon as Harris it? came in, he bombed him off, he bombed him off straight away. He bombed him off straight away. It was Diego Fabrini. Now, Fabrini for me was just like, as if we've got a player like this at Millwall where he could just take players on and make it look so easy. It was like, you have to remember, um, Omar was how old when he was with us? Who, Fabrini? I was about 20, probably. It was only about eight, oh, nine yeah? years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. no, 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 no. Fabrini. All right, go back into your little man cave garden, mate, and just stay over there. Um, <laughs> Fabrini was. I thought it was like as if we've got a player and we're not appreciating this because we don't really care about these type of players but a flair player that just makes it so easy to take players on and for me that's why I put Fabrini in and the other one is more so what he done after his career which wasn't actually that sustained afterwards but it was Jamie O'Hara um, and O'Hara was on loan to us for about 10 games I remember he scored a couple of good goals for us on the jacket um, and yeah I struggled afterwards to get midfielders because we had players like Liam Trotter on loan George Saville but all these players then ended up signing for us so like it wasn't really you know, but O'Hara left us, then I think he ended up playing in the Carling Cup final three months later. So I think Redknapp liked him and took him under his wing at Tottenham. But yeah, I went for Brini for the nostalgia and then O'Hara is the other one to back up in midfield. And for is technically another 10 and not really a 4-4-2 midfielder, but you can't put him anywhere else I don't think that him. Um, I, I, I kind of highlighted four players um, so uh, four players that, that were on loan that sort of did a job for us in midfield. So Fabrini was one of them. Um, another player, um, before I say this other person, I, I agree with you. I thought Jamie O'Hara was excellent. Uh, we signed him from Tottenham, didn't we? Uh, again, you know, same old sort of usual sort of stuff, giving them their first taste of real kind of first team football. I think he, he, he rose to the challenge. Um, he was instrumental. He played... 14 games for us, scored a couple of goals. So not a bad return, um, but certainly sort of made a big impact. And again, through through us, it, it allowed him to kind of play at a high level with, with Spurs. Um, the player that I like to partner with in midfield um, is Jason Malumbi. Oh, bloody hell. How have got 31, about 31 games, fans' favourite. Obviously, we were very, very close to re-signing him again on a perm, but we just... Missed out that time with to uh, to Preston who, who loaned him again, um, but I just think a midfield with Malumbi and O'Hara together would be absolutely fantastic. And, and a, a worth a little mention as well uh, to Ryan Mason, who we signed on loan from Tottenham as well. Mm, so Ryan yeah. Mason played a few games, about five or six games for us. Um, done done really, really well. I think we actually signed him with O'Hara to be fair at the same sort of time. He signed same time as Kane. He's same time as Kane. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. He didn't really set the world on fire for us, but but when he went back to Spurs, obviously he got a, a good run into the team and, and done really well there. But I'd say O'Hara and Malumbi for me. Uh, another mention for another field that's popped to my mind that I forgot about was Craig Eastman. We had him on loan from Arsenal yeah. and he wasn't yeah. that great either, but he was in that... I think Jacket tried to sign player, a few... Yeah, Jackie tried to sign a few promising young midfielders and it never really worked out. There was a few others like mm. Michael Tong and stuff like that, that we had on loan and Martin Rowlands, yeah. remember him, the midfielder? Martin Rowlands, um, yeah. Yeah, there was a few that we had was... that year. Remember we had Sean but... Derry as well? Yes, <laughs> Sean Derry, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it was about 86 though, weren't you, at the time, to be fair? Yeah. I need to put Malumbi in my team because I, 
I love the Malumbia Millwall. So now I need to decide who I take out between Fabrini and O'Hara in my side. I think I want to keep Fabrini in there. So I'm going to take out O'Hara and put the Malumbia yeah, and Fabrini in my team. For that goal celebration, you know, at least it's worth, uh, worth, worth yeah. a claim in that team, isn't it? You know? That's it. I think I'm going to change it and I'm going to put um, Malumbia and Fabrini because I think Fabrini is a player we'll never see again at Millwall, that kind of player. So there you go. There, there I, I, agree, I agree with you, Fabrini. Uh, he was very, very excited to watch. I remember thinking, just give him the ball, give him the ball. You know, yeah. you, you just wouldn't get the ball to take the players on. But he didn't really do much. I mean, I think he played, what, 14, 15 games. I don't think he scored. He might have scored one goal. Yeah. Um, whereas I agree with you. Goal, I agree with you. I just I felt O'Hara this, this... Um, was a big player and then went on to even bigger things, obviously. I saw yeah, Diego Fabrini do constant flip-flaps at the Den. And how many players have we seen doing flip-flaps since at the Den? So that, that for me, is why Fabrini gets in that midfield for me. But no in product, really, was there? Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But how many players have we seen doing flip-flaps at the Den? No, you're right. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, just yeah. to step in a minute, gents, just to step in. Chris, go on, mate. You can have your say now. Thanks, Mickey. Appreciate that. That's all right. Do you know what I mean? They, they weren't um, shutting up, were they? Do you know what I mean? It was as if it's the Omar and fucking Joe show. Go on, fella. It's, it's good to have you in the bait, though. All right. It is, it is. Now shut the fuck up and let Joe put his two in. Uh, I'll put you in your place. So, I, I still stand by what I said to start with. I still think Ben Marshall gets in ahead of them. Just It's personal opinion, isn't it? Like, it's, that's just what the whole point of this show is. Uh, but I'm not going to get him in because we've been voted out of it. So, although Ben Marshall did play in a 10 as well, so I could throw his name into the mix in the middle. Um, I don't like having Malumbi in the team, knowing that he's still Whoa. out there. And no, I just, I, I don't know. He, he, um, I mean, the strikers are going to be funding in a minute, in there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I like, <laughs> so I already know what the strikers are possibly going to be, but yeah, we're, we're, this is going to rally the debate in a minute. So, yeah, so. All right, Chris, your four in midfield would be? It's thrown me, to be honest. Fabrini's in for me. Okay. Because I just, I'm trying to pick players that I felt, whether they had end products or not, obviously better if they did, but they just excited me. They were something a bit different. They refreshed the group um, that I genuinely really enjoyed watching. So for that reason, Fabrini's in. And that's why I'm, I'm going to just stick my guns. I'll put Ben Marshall in the middle then. Um Jamie O'Hara, a close, close one. It sounds like it's going to be Malumbi and Fabrini in the middle then, to be honest, um, if we're going with the aggregate of what we've all said. Um, it, I get it, Malumbi. I thought he was great when he's with us and I really wanted us to sign him. However, personal view is um, he was a bit of a twat. Can I say, I've said it now. When he came back and played against us, like he kept running around the pitch trying to sort of take Billy Mitchell out and bully him. And then Billy Mitchell actually had him in his pocket for most of the game. Um, and I actually think that Billy Mitchell was a better player than Jason Malumbi, personal view. So for that reason, he's still a kid. He plays for another team in the championship with the, uh, in, that finished below us last season. They're not good in next season. Um, I can't have Malumbi for that reason. So um, Fabrini and Marshall. If we had if we had Malumbi on our side and he's trying to bully players, we'd be like, "Go on, Malumbi, we'd love it." <laughs> I think it's it's like I get your point. I agree with you, and I would say Mitchell might be the better option long term. And I'm happy we got Mitchell. But if Malumbi was on our side, like trying to like take the piss out of players and try to be like in, on their case constantly, we'd love it as fans, would we not? I suppose I, I, I don't know. I get, we I get would point, if though. he actually got the rubber to green. Whereas if I he suppose, tried to bully yeah. someone and then got mugged off yeah. like he did, then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I get that. 
I think yeah. we love. I think we. I think we love Malumbi like we love Chris Woods. Like as in like we. But I don't think Malumbi was on that kind of pedestal of Chris Wood kind of level, for example. So like, I agree with you as well. There, to be fair. Um, but I think I, I'll stick with Malumbi and Fabrini. I don't know. I'm, I'll stick to that. Okay. So gonna, you're, you're picking Malumbi and Fabrini, and you're going with Ben Marshall and Fabrini. <clears throat> so, so if I'm going for O'Hara and Malumbi. Are we got two for Malumbi, two for Fabrini? Yeah, so that's the midfield yeah. then. Yeah. So who's your left and right? Who's that, Chris? Punch and... Punch I'll, and I'll, I'll go Punch and, and Townsend. I think me and Omar are all that. the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, go Chris, on in what are you going for I've got Marshall on the right end now, but I've swapped it for the purposes of this. So, yeah, Punch and Townsend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Okay. Make a note then, Joe. Okay. Yeah. So then... We've got the midfield. It's not a bad starting eleven so far, mate. And I think the um, the strikers are going to finish this off blindingly. We'll be all night. Strikers. Strikers. Um, name both the strikers, I think, and we go Joe first because he, uh, he he's got a bit of Jack and Ori with it. So go on in, Joe. Okay. Strikers. So. Very, 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 very easy one, this for me. And at the end, once everyone else picked their, their strikers, I've got, I've got about one, two, three, four, five other strikers that didn't make the top two. So there's seven that I've picked out altogether. But the two I'm going for, very, very easy, this one. Of course, a bit of a no-brainer. England captain, Harry Kane. 22 games, seven goals. Yeah, who's only, what, 18 with us when he joined us, I think. Um, made a, a massive impact, scored some great goals for us. You just knew this kid's going to go on to achieve, you know, big things, and he, he didn't let us down, did he? Um, the other player, I would love to sign him at the time. I'm so gutted we didn't sign him. Um, is that uh, New Zealand uh, Chris Woods? Uh, so Chris Wood played 19 times for us, scored 11 goals, which is not a bad return. That's like one every sort of two games, is it on average? I'll say. Um, but yeah, great, great player. I think he just fitted in to our the Mill way of playing. Fantastic in the air, solid work ethic, good finisher. Um, yeah, so I'm going for Harry Kane and Chris Wood. Okay, gone in Omar. I'm exactly the same, Harry Kane and Chris Wood. I mean, there's going to be some shouts in here that you know players that played five games for us, and we all agreed that were outstanding. But I think Harry Kane is the easy option to go to to obviously what he's going on to do. But also in that spell where, like Joe said, I think even one goal that was six in the memory was Portsmouth away, where he, he scores on his left foot from about 25, 25 yards, yards out. out. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, literally. That was, and um, mm. it was a big goal at the time. And that was the game that kept us up. I think it was two to go. And like it was a 1-0 win away from home at Fratton Park. And, you know, he just bought into everything about Mill. And he since spoke about it a couple of times, said how important it was for him as part of his learning <laughs> and development. Um, and he, I mean, he did. You couldn't say he didn't set a world alight like Chris Wood did, but he scored seven in twenty-two at eighteen years old in the champion in championship. Mm. So, how many players do that at eighteen years old in championship? Not many. So, and, and, I, and I love I love his statement where he, where he said that he loved playing for Mill. That Mill turned him from a boy into a man. Mm. That's his words. That's where he learned his craft. He said that's where his ground came from Millwall. And he said Mill turned him from a boy into a man. Yeah, to say that, you know, give us that kind of. Gratitude, I think it's fantastic, you know. Definitely, and I think with um, Chris Wood in particular as well. I mean, the story was we could have signed him for two hundred k, and we signed him on loan, 
and then we bid one and a half million and matched Leicester's offer for him from yeah. West Brom. He didn't want to come to us. For. And he was not never going to come. Ages, but like, you can't you can't blame him because he went to Leicester and probably earned 30 grand a week and got him promoted to the Premier League and then probably was exactly. on 40, 50 grand a week afterwards. Yeah. So you can't yeah. begrudge him for one second for it. But no. I think if he did sign that summer, that's uh, January window, we ended up nearly going down last game of the season. So like, mm. you know, if, if we was in the playoffs, I think when he's well, he's playing for us. So, you know, we yeah. literally nosedived after we lost him. And that impact he left afterwards, the void he left, you can't not have Chris Wood and Harry Kane up front, I think. Completely agree. Yeah. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you. As much as they fear you. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Agreed, oh, Chris. Yeah, no, the same too. Um... There's not many players that sign on loan for you that from the first minute they play, they just look a cut above. Um, and uh, you just know there is no way in hell they're ever going to sign for us permanently. You just know. And these two perfectly fit that description. Um, I, I just, there's lots of other good honourable mentions. So, you know, like the likes of Bruce Dyer. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, there's loads of good honourable mentions, which we'll go through in a minute, I'm sure. But, uh, and there's some really good players Gary Taylor Fletcher um, that, oh, okay. that haven't made the team, but it has to be those two for me. Yeah. So then, come on in, Joe, read us back the team. So in goal, we've got uh, Mark Crosley, uh, 14 games for us. At right back, we've got Glenn Johnson. At left back, we've got Nathan Baker. At centre-backs, we've got Daniel Ballard and uh, Josh uh, Hoyvold. Uh, in midfield, across the midfield, on the left-hand side, uh, we're going to go with Punchin, is that right? Yeah. And Josh Towers on the right-hand side. And then we've got a centre-mid partnership of Jason Malumbi and Fabrini. Up front, we've got Harry Kane and Chris Wood. Good team, that. By the way, good team, really good side. Who's, who's going to manage it? Loan manager. <laughs> we haven't really had a loan manager. <laughs> I think Alex Pierce. Before, before <laughs> we do, yeah. 
Before we do that, um, just give a shout out really to a few players we did have on loan that that could have been perm, didn't we didn't sign for whatever reason. But a few names here: um, Dan, Danny Haynes, Drembrin, we got from yeah. Ipswich, played five times, scored two goals. Um, Kevin Davies, mm-hmm. yeah, from was it from Bolton at the time? Nine appearances, three goals. Uh, Dion Dublin, mm-hmm. five yeah. appearances, two goals. Martin Waghorn is an interesting one. He's at Coventry at the moment, isn't he? Great 14 player. games, three goals. And this is an interesting one here. I mean, a lot of Mill fans know this player very, very well, but they wouldn't pre- appreciate how many times he played for us as a lone player and the goals he scored. So this, this person has played 57 times for Millwall, scored 10 goals, and he's only been a lone player. Can you guess who it is? What position did he play? Up front. If it's the one I've got more than 10 goals. This would have been... Oh, let me check, because there, there was two there was two stints for this one. Yeah. So basically, he came on loan, scored a hat full of goals, left us, and then we signed him back again, and he, he basically kind of carried on for where he left off. Joe? Go on, who is it, Chris? Definitely not scored more than that. No. Oh, yeah, that's not what I'm thinking of then. Did you mention Huckabee, by the way, in your little snobster there? Because Huckabee was we a didn't, No, well. I didn't mention Huckabee. Huckabee. Huckabee was like, what, four goals in seven for us or something, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Who's, who's the player? Joe, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. And he's in my got list. Him. So I've got, I've got two players, both signed from Arsenal on loan that we've not signed. One of them is Benny Kofobi, who I think deserves yeah. a mention. And the other one is Jay Simpson. You're right, Jay Simpson. Yeah. Simpson signed Jay's... the permanent, lads. He signed yeah. the permanent. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He both did. both So we had him on loan the first time and he scored, he scored, he played 41 games the first time we had him, scoring six oh. goals. And the second time he come back, he played 16 times and scored four goals. Yeah. I'm, I'm got, on loan from Hull. Yeah. He, um, I'm yeah. sure he got in like the team of the season when he, when he scored six goals in yeah. 41 games because he played right mid, up front, he played all over the place because he yeah. went to Hull, didn't he? That's right. Mm. Yeah. No, he was. Do you remember the game we lost three two to Oldham and Lee Hughes scores a hat trick at the Dent? But I remember this really weirdly in the first spell. Simpson scores and he goes into the crowd, but he's already on a yellow and he gets a double yellow card and he gets sent off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he comes down to the West Lower and then he gets um, sent off for going into the crowds. I don't know why that's like. It's it's like kind of stuck in my head for some reason. He got sent off after scoring a goal. Um, But that's a great shout. Also, another player, I'm going to check his stats for it because it's come to my head. Remember Mm. Trezor Candle? Yeah, Lee. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah, he scored a lot of goals for us as well in online that season. He got. I'm going to tell you exactly how many because I'm checking right now. Trezor Candle scored eight in eighteen games for us online. Wow, which was for a striker. That's not bad. I remember. I remember. He didn't do much other than score, though, did he? Like, you know, he he was. He was. Mm. He's one of those players that was in the right place at the right time, but he he's he he didn't bring much out. I know that's obviously strikers there to put the ball back in. I get that, but. He was he was quite sort of lazy, I felt, other than that, which is probably why we didn't go for him. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, the clangers of most signs we've had, though, to have Candles like eight and eighteen wasn't too bad. Like you know, think of, like, mm. the clangers like Renigi and Rob Hulse and stuff like that. There's it's been some. I've got two more, <laughs> two more honourable yeah. mentions. Um, they're not strikers, but um, I've got Lloyd Dyer. Yeah, we signed mm. on loan. I think he played six games, but then he Great went on to. Player have a really good career. Like he played for Leicester and he scored loads of goals. I'm sure he ended up playing the Premier League, actually. Yeah. Um, he was a good player. And 
this player wasn't good for us at all. And I don't know who it was, but on the, under the cosh, they said that this bloke was too nice to play for Mill this early in his career. And he's then gone on to be a captain of many championship clubs. So he's obviously got something about him. And the fact that none of us mentioned him for the left-back position says a lot. And that's George Friend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. Um, shout. Good shout, yeah. Because yeah. he's same time, for us. Do you remember Carl Moore? No. Do you remember Carl no. Moore, the Man City loanee we had on loan as well, the left-winger? He was a nippy for us. Carl Moore? That, remember, anyone? Carl, Carl Moore. His name Carl was Moore. left-winger. Yes. Yeah, he was a good player for us. Jacket signed him on loan. Because Jacket came as the... Under from un, from City's under 18s manager oh, to then come to be us, and he, he yeah. was him and Ashley Grimes. Ashley Grimes obviously okay. was a perfect signing. He was everyone loved him, Grimes, man. didn't they? But Colmore was left wing on that. I remember <laughs> six in the memory. Yeah. So then, back to the original bit before we went on a tangent. Shut up, Joe. Yeah. And um, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what content from us? No, do you know what tangent? So you, yeah, do you I do, go, I do. Do but I want to know. Or something, or? No, 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 no. I want, to, <laughs> I want to know who the manager is. How do we pick that? Manager, you you can pick any manager over the last. 30 the stipulation years. for me is the lone king of managers was Kenny Jacket. He signed so many lone players for us, yeah. and yeah. he loved the emergency loan ring. Though. He was good. So the should we go for our team? Yeah. Why don't we? Didn't it take didn't Holloway as well though? Let's let's go for our team. I love what Chris was saying. Yeah. yeah, good idea. So Cros- so Crosley, what, what era was that then? Ninety eight. So that would have been right now. Was it Billy Bond? Maybe could could be. Was Rhino not ninety eight? When was Rhino? Rhino was ninety eight. Yeah, you're right. It could be yeah. Rhino because he, he be took Rhino. that young crop of, of kids through, didn't he? Yeah, Rhino That's, was. It depends because Billy Bonds was ninety eight as well. So it depends when he yeah. signed in ninety eight. Yeah, you're right. Rhino was ninety eight May to September two thousand, and mm. Mark Crossley played for Millwall in. Bear with me. I'm going to get up in four seconds time. I can't believe no one had Luke Freeman, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually a nice guy. Very unlucky. Very crossly. Mark Crossley, February 98. So Billy Bonds signed him, yeah. So Billy Bonds. Bonds. It's one vote for Billy Bonds. Glenn Johnson. So... um, was that, was that Mark McGee? Or would it be Mark, yeah. McGee. Mark McGee? Mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Daniel Ballard is obviously Barry Rowett. Yeah. Uh, Joss uh, Hoyvelt would have been who? Holloway. But Holloway. I'm scared here, lads, because we've got Fabrini as well, so Holloway's going to get two votes. I'm a bit, I'm a bit no, Holloway, Holloway is voided. Holloway is not getting there. <laughs> yeah, <he's not> <laughs> I'm just I'm a bit worried here. Well, Nathan Baker, was that, was that Jacket? Jacket. 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 Okay. Here then we're looking at midfielders now. We're looking at Andrus Townsend. Jacket. Jacket. Jason Malumbi. Harris. Harris. Harris, yeah. Uh, Fabrini would have been... Holloway. Holloway. There's two for Holloway. No, no. <laughs> Punching. is a cunt. Jacket's going to win it. It's Jacket again. Jacket. And, then Jacket's, Jacket. and Jacket's the two strikers as well. So Chris Wood and Kane. There you go. So... Jacket is the, the best... So, best manager on the on the loan market. So what are our manager? What are our manager on the millennium as well? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, Shows I think Jacket. Man. I think Jacket is the most successful mill manager post millennium. I do still think it. I'm happy to stick by it. I think. Yeah. That's, I that's think why it. There's, only, there's only one Kenny Jacket, isn't there? 
Yeah, I think he's probably been our best manager since 2000 onwards. And the loan oh, signs yeah, back yeah, out. Strong possibility really... there. Strong possibility there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, who says, who says our best loan player this season? The Phobie. Over Ballard? Different. I mean, we didn't mention a phobia in this in this tour, did we? Yeah, we, we no, but I mean, a phobia against Kane or or Woods is no contest, is there? But saying that, Ballard, I suppose, got got in our all time loney eleven. Well, technically, so, technically, a phobia has probably scored the most goals for us as a lone player, as a striker, out of all the strikes we ever had. Because second to him, he was a consideration for me. He, he how many goals he scored? All process. How, how many goals? Four, 14 this year, and I think he maybe got one alone for us the first time. So he's, not, he's got 14. Maybe he might not have even scored in his first stint for us, to be honest with you. So, I think he had one disallowed or at Middlesbrough or something. Yeah, so, goal, so second to him would have been Jay Simpson with 10 goals over yeah. two stints. And so he's, he's our top goal scorer, our lone, our lone striker, isn't he? But Wood got 11 and 19, so like Wood is like elite, isn't he? Let's be honest. Well, yeah, you're right. Appearance <laughs> ratio, yeah. yeah, it's a lot, a lot better, of course. Yeah, I think that the other thing as well is that we've, if you actually look through, I haven't done a tally chart, but just by looking through when I was going through the stats earlier, we haven't signed as many centre halves on loan as we have strikers. And of those centre-halves we have signed on loan, a lot of them have signed. So that takes a lot of players out of it. But from a striker point of view, it seems to be a thing that a striker comes to us and if he does well, he doesn't sign for us. So you've got a lot more to play with. So I think there's that element to it as well, why certain name, why certain positions were harder to pick than others. Mm. It's, it's also Allard got in, but a phobia yeah. stand a chance. Mm. Because low signers also... that end up signing for us, you've got Bart Bilkowski, you've got Jed Wallace, you've got Jules Saville, you know what I mean? Cooper. The, the, the Cooper, the, the list goes mm. on, like, of loan signings that end up becoming permanent. So it's quite hard to pick all the stipulations that were put in place, but I think it's a good yeah. 11, to be fair. Yeah, no, I think it's a cracking 11. I think it's another cracking show. Um, and again, you know, look, if you disagree with some of the selections, we will be doing, obviously, some polls um, coming out over the next couple of days. Um and obviously get involved with them. And also, if you can, if you see the polls and you have a vote, make sure you retweet it um, just so that we can get as many Millwall fans um, onto the polls so we can get a, a good um, demographic of Millwall fans there as well. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully you're enjoying these. Um, they're just something to fill the time while it's, you know, in between the pre-season as such. We've got a few more ideas regarding these all-time 11s, um, which we're going to end up doing uh, going through. So make sure you are uh, subscribed to us on YouTube. Make sure you've got the notification bell. There are some other shows coming up on YouTube as well. Uh, and just make sure you you uh, subscribe as well on the podcast. That way, every time we release one, it will come straight to your inbox. And uh, and that's it. So um, are we going to decide the next show then for next week, or are we just going to leave it as a surprise and do it? I mean, are we are we going to give the re- are we going to give the listeners a little hint? Do it. Yeah. Do it. So yeah. I've seen what's in I've seen what's in the um in the comments. That could be a good one, but I think we should do 
a waste of space 11. <laughs> we'll be here all night for that one. Too many players to pick from, aren't they? Yeah. Well, we've got two so, to choose from, haven't we? So I think a good so do you want Do you want a free transfer 11? Hold it. All yes. right. There so look, if you're listening to this, the poll is going to be between a worst loan team 11 or a free transfer team 11 with what's the what criteria about, what what's the criteria with a free transfer is that even on, if is that contract signed permanent expired. their contract yeah. expired after they yeah. left their club and we what, signed what about, bar, what about a bargain a bargain of season so you know someone like Tim Cahill got really cheap sold a bit of money was Cahill not a free transfer Cahill no, was signed for like 40 grand I think it was or 50 grand from, oh, from okay. Australia we've also got we could even have a Millwall like a Millwall kind of academy team that kind of gone homegrown, on homegrown 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 yeah. team okay yeah. right okay four four, t- four teams then yeah. we're going to do free transfer 11 an under 100 grand 11 yeah yeah a homegrown 11 and what's going to be the fourth one? I think it's a free failure, transfer. Failure. Who? Did you free transfer? Did you say free transfer, transfer already? I've done free transfer. transfer. So it's the failure 11. The, the, the sign has never worked out. And does that okay, have to so be loan? Reject or 11. Permanent. What's that? Does the reject one have to be loan players or can it just be anyone? No, any player. Anyone. Anyone that's a anyone. reject. Anyone. <laughs> anyone. So they're the shouts. So we're going to have a worst team 11. So a reject 11. A free transfer 11, an under 100 grand 11, and a homegrown 11. 11. And a homegrown 11. 11. So they're the four choices. If you're listening to this now, when this show comes out, it will appear on Millwall Pulse. So if you're not already following them, they are our official poll partner. So make sure you get involved with them and vote. And the vote will run for three days. And basically, that will be um, whoever wins there will be the show we do next. And then on the next show, we give you another four um, choices, which again will go to poll, and then we do it like that. Agree, gents? Yeah, have it. Hopefully, Kai will be back on the next episode. Um, he's got cricket today. Fucking girl. Um, and yeah, that's it. Again, thank you very, very uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, please do follow us across social media: um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Um, we're very, very close to being the biggest Millwall podcast or the biggest Millwall channel on TikTok um, very, very shortly. So yeah, if you're not following us yet, make sure you are following us there and uh, and make us the number one Millwall show on TikTok. Um, We've got some content coming up for that as well over the summer. Again, listen, we only do this because you guys want to listen to us and it's you are part of us. So, look, that's it. We have been that Millwall podcast. Many thanks to Omar, Chris, Joe for making the content so damn good. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Don't forget to vote. Speak to you soon.
At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. (laughs) Hmm, no. You know, we really lost our stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.